when you do bad at something, do you think, well, you know, I'm just not that good at that, so I might as well do something else. Maybe there's something else that you are better at. Or when you do bad at something, do you just work harder? Your answer to that question could determine your success in most of your life and determine the success of those that you lead or influence. There's a powerful, well-researched tool that we can intentionally adopt in our lives called a growth mindset. It was documented in one of my probably favorite books of all time called Mindset by the author and Stanford researcher Carol Dweck. And here is how to apply it as someone trying to build something or create something new, whether you lead 100 people or you're just leading yourself in this process. About two years ago, I fired myself a CEO in all of my companies. I was going kind of deep down the rabbit hole of value investing, um, researching Warren Buffett, understanding his holding company structure, and he is CEO of his holding company, but he doesn't run any of the individual businesses as an operator. So I was kind of thinking myself, well, you know, all this managing people stuff is very difficult. I don't like having to do all these meetings. So I'm just going to put myself in a position where I don't have to run any of these businesses. I can kind of just jump in as needed, do marketing stuff, which is, I think, my greatest skill at this point in business. And that's how I set things up. So I didn't have any operational responsibility, even though I own um, 40% of our e-commerce business. Uh, I own... 95% of uh, a holding company that then owns amazing.com and also owns our software business Zoof, but I don't have to run any of those things. Charles runs LifeBoost, does absolutely amazing. Business keeps growing and growing. Mike has been doing a great job running amazing.com and Zoof, both of those companies. And so I didn't have to do any operational responsibility. I would just help them as much as I possibly could, but that was it. No meetings, no none of that kind of stuff. However, and life was kind of good, you know, I was doing this value investing, that seems to be going pretty well, uh, I didn't have to do anything I didn't really want to do, but then I started noticing a lot has really changed in e-commerce, and, you know, one for one, you know, the entire amazing business was originally built on helping people sell on Amazon, but that whole model has changed, I think people's desire to, to take risks and build that kind of business has also changed, I think part of it's kind of a post-pandemic, we've been locked down, um, also, the job market has been pretty good. Remote work, I think, has made it less um, attractive to go out there and you know build an online business because you can pretty much work from anywhere, even with your job. And so a lot of those factors, which I think are starting to shift now as they're forcing people back into the office, people are just kind of disenfranchised with their jobs. But for the past couple of years, it's been a tough space. And so I kind of saw this. And so I feel like we needed a revolution at Amazing, but... I was fairly comfortable. I mean, I can just kind of sit and coast. You know, I've made plenty of money in the past, plenty of money still coming in from Life Boost, and that kind of covers all of our expenses and all that without, and then we've got plenty of money in investing, and investing is actually generating a lot of cash as well. And so every life was pretty good. I mean, for example, Life Boost just keeps growing because it's a great business. And so just to give you an example, at 7.38 a.m. when I was preparing for this episode, our e-commerce sales were already $49,000 for the day without me doing anything. I don't even think most of the team has done anything by this point. It's just that business just produces like clockwork because we've built this solid foundation and it's just a great business for us. So life has been pretty good, but I felt like there was this need to jump in and do something because the space has been somewhat difficult 
and I feel like we need a massive change. Also, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that can benefit from our influence, customers, employees, partners, the space in general. We've had a big influence in that market, and there's still always people who want to build more successful businesses, who want to leave their jobs and create financial freedom. So that's been kind of pulling me in there. And so a few resources that I've used as I've kind of returned into this role of helping Amazing Grow is, I mean, one is the Mindset Book by Carol Dweck, which we're going to talk about here, a few tips. And then also the old school book, out of all books, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And this book was actually brought to my attention again when I was listening to some value investing podcast from a guy that is very popular in the space. He's a big author. He wrote a great book called Richer, Wiser, Happier, also one of my favorite books. It's the favorite book that I've read in the past, say, five years probably. Um, But he was mentioning this book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. He went to Oxford and then has a master's degree from Columbia. But he was sitting here on his podcast with one of his guests, also very accomplished, talking about this old school self-development book that most of us have read, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I was like, well, if this book is good enough for them, then maybe I should pick it back up and reread it. And so I kind of dusted it off and started rereading this book. And it's been influential as I've really try to use these principles to operate as a CEO, because I am the CEO of our holding company, even though Mike is still running the operating businesses, but I am in there trying to use these principles to grow myself and help other people grow within the business. And when I've kind of gone down this path, I found that it's very useful in general to commit yourself. Um, For example, committed myself to this daily show because it's easy for me to just to sit uh, on the sidelines and say ah you know i'm not really going to put myself out there but saying i'm going to do this daily show every single day for a full year requires me to show up every day i've also been committing myself to new projects within amazing and i think the biggest commitment that i made so far which was very recent is we're launching a new program to help people that are already doing say at least a quarter million, at least half a million dollars a year in e-commerce, primarily on Amazon, scale their businesses on Shopify, like we have at our own e-commerce businesses. And I was on a call just trying to get feedback from one of our members. And I told him this was not a sales call. I literally just wanted his feedback, but he wanted to sign up. And he's a guy that I like a lot. Um, We're becoming friends. He's got a lot of cool things going on in his business. I really enjoy interacting with him. So now I'm committed to helping him grow his business. And I don't want to screw that up. And so with that, I am in this thing and there's really no getting out of this point, which I think is a good thing, but it does create a little more pressure. Fortunately, we've got a great team still at Amazing. We've got Mike, we've got a guy managing our social media named Jeremy that's also building his own e-commerce business. We've got our marketing guy, Brooks. We've got other people on our team, Tina, Devin, Justice, uh, Jenny, lots of other great people at Amazing that are on this journey with us and that are ready to get to work every single day. And so with all of that said, how am I using the power of a growth mindset to navigate in this new chapter as the CEO of the holding company that owns these businesses and trying to make the biggest impact possible at Amazing? First off, what is a growth mindset? Growth mindset essentially is a belief that you can get better. Um, A lot of us, and this is not um, for most of us, a belief that goes across every area of our life. We may have a growth mindset in others, and we may have the opposite, which is a fixed mindset 
in other areas of our life. For example, we may believe that intelligence is fixed. You cannot grow intelligence, which is not true. Intelligence can actually grow. Um, but you may believe that's fixed, but you may believe, say you've done really well at a sport, say tennis or something, and you've seen yourself and other people get a lot better at that sport. You may believe, oh wait, in tennis, you can, you can grow and develop and get better, but intelligence you can't. So a lot of times it's different for different areas of our life. But in general, it's the idea is like, can you in this area, can you get better and grow through effort or is it fixed and not going to change? So a few principles related to growth mindset that have been incredibly powerful for me uh, are these ones. First, when you do bad at something, work harder. This is from the beginning of this episode is that when you do bad at something, rather than thinking like, oh, I'm just not good at this. I just don't have the skills. Instead, think, okay, I just need to work harder. If you adopt that one skill in all areas of your business, so for example, if a marketing campaign doesn't go well, you don't think, oh, I'm terrible at marketing. You think I've got to work harder in this area. What worked, what didn't work. If you know you don't produce the profit you want in a business, you don't think, oh, I'm just not analytical. I don't understand finance and accounting. You think I've got to work harder in that area. How can I plan ahead? How can I learn more? How can I get more involved with our financial practices? So when you do bad at something, work harder. Another one is believe that effort creates intelligence and skill. Intelligence and skill are not fixed, whether that's your own intelligence, uh, whether it's your ability to lead a company, to manage people, to do marketing, to do finance, uh, to do accounting, to do any of these kind of things, even social media. Uh, you may think, oh, I'm just terrible on video or I'm just terrible uh, at you know coming up with ideas for social media. Instead, think that effort is what creates intelligence and skill. So by just putting in more effort, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk has a quote, effort is the great equalizer. Meaning that if you just work harder at anything, you're going to get a lot better. Sure, there may be some example of somebody for whatever reason is just naturally inclined to be really good at that thing. In all likelihood, there were some super early influences in their lives that made them better at that thing. But who cares? That has nothing to do with you. It doesn't matter. All that matters is where you're starting today and putting in the effort required to get better at that thing. Another thing to uh, my favorite one out of all these is a quote from her uh, Carol Dweck's book, you never know how far you can go. Most of us sell ourselves completely short when it comes to getting better at skills, to improving our lives, whether it's just a hobby like playing piano or if it's literally building your business. If this is the first business you've ever built, you may think, oh, I'm just no good at being an entrepreneur. I'm not you know, Richard Branson or Elon Musk or whatever. But if you sell yourself short and you never really dig in and keep working and trying to get better, you never know how far you can go in that thing. You could end up being great and you could end up being really good but still transform your life even if you don't become a billionaire. So try to keep that in mind. I write this down all the time in my notebook. You never know how far you can go. So with that said, as kind of a groundwork for about growth mindset, here are the five tips for how to use these to become a better CEO. Tip number one, aim to remind yourself of one of these mindset principles each day as it applies to you. I find it useful when I'm planning my day to write one of these down. So I'm looking at it next to my to-do list all day while I'm doing stuff. For example, you never know how far you can go is an important one that I write down. And also when you do bad at something, work harder. So those are important things to remind yourself throughout the day because life is easy when you're just alone thinking about stuff. It's when the real world comes at you, you've got problems, you've got challenges, how you respond to those and how you use these principles is when you really do the learning. So write one of these principles down and try to think about it throughout the day as you're actually doing the work. Tip number two, 
don't label your employees or yourself as fixed in certain areas. You may have an employee think, oh, you know, he or she is just not a good leader. He or she is just not good at social media or marketing or doesn't think strategic. Instead, think that they can grow and they can develop in those areas. If you support them, if you help them do more effort in those areas, if you help them work harder, uh, help them develop in those areas and they can grow. And you could end up with an amazing team because of that. Tip number three Increase the productivity of your employees through praise and encouragement. And so these are straight out of how to win friends and influence people, but very related to growth mindset. Because when you think about it, if you keep giving somebody praise and encouragement, they're going to be more motivated. And so you may be like, oh, they're not that good at marketing, for example. But you keep giving them praise and encouragement saying, hey, you did this really well. Or, hey, you can get better at this thing. Then all of a sudden, they start becoming a better marketer because they put in more effort. So your praise leads to more effort, which leads to more skill. And then you end up having a better company with more valuable, more productive employees. Everyone wins in this process. Tip number four, try new strategies. This is part of adopting a growth mindset also, because you may think that like, oh, I'm just not that good at finance, for example. What have you really tried in that area? Have you tried reading five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 books in that area from the best people at finance to find out how they've done it? I've read hundreds of books in that area and I can tell you there's a lot of different ways to do that. There's a lot of different ways to bring skills to that area of finance that aren't just like, oh, I was a math genius in high school. There's a lot of different areas. So what new strategies have you tried to get better at that area? Whether it's finance, marketing, managing people, uh, creating new products, constantly try new stuff because then that helps you find opportunities for growth as opposed to just thinking like, ah, you know, we're just kind of screwed. Everything's going to stay the way it is. That's the opposite of adopting a growth mindset. Last but not least, tip number five, ask for help. This is also part of a growth mindset. The people that seem to do the best are the least scared to ask others for help. And so you don't have to figure everything out on your own. If you believe that you can grow, but you just need a few strategies, principles, tactics, or somebody's help to unlock growth in that area, that's great. Who cares how you got it? All that matters is if you grow and get a better result. It doesn't matter whether or not you just sort of came over the stuff out of your own mind while you were meditating, or if you just ask somebody, hey, how did you do this? Now you have that skill for the rest of your life and you're getting better in that area. That is the pinnacle of having a growth mindset is not having to invent all this stuff yourself. Tony Robbins has a quote. He says, if you want to be successful, find someone who's achieved the results you want and model what they do and you'll achieve the same results. Perfect. Use that strategy and principle in every area of your business to get better. So please put some of these tips into action to improve your life and the lives of those you reach every single day. So if you want to learn more about the strategies, tactics, and principles that I'm using to grow three businesses, including our three-time Inc. 500 e-commerce business, please subscribe to the show on your preferred podcasting platform or subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll see you tomorrow.